Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Da-da-da. Make sure we're not on the air. We're not. That is not the right sound. We'll start with it, <laughs> but it should be. We're starting every new podcast with the air horn. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't. <laughs> no. What's up? Welcome to Kramer and Jess Uncensored, the 118th episode of this wow. podcast. Seems illegal. Shouldn't have gone this long. Thank you for continuing to hit play. In all seriousness, that's a lot of episodes to listen to. That is a lot. You want to hear something else really weird? I'm at 725 episodes of Certified Mama's Boy. Does that not blow your mind? That's crazy. <laughs> like, what? We've been doing a lot of podcasts the last couple of years, y'all. Uh, if you're new to this, we just always try to give you a heads up at the very beginning of our podcast this is not the radio show a little bit different and how so jess because it's like the close friends feature on instagram there's certain things that you show certain people that are close to you and there's certain things that you don't tell certain people so that's how we look at our uncensored podcast listening family i feel like you're having like like a taylor swift hangover but like it is now we're getting to like the not cute part now that you're just tired part yeah it's, but I feel it's like literally today is like it's like this you know is. like you know like how you go through like phases of hangovers mm-hmm. like you wake <laughs> up and like this part where you're just like nauseous mm-hmm. and there's parts where you're just like tired yeah and there's parts where you're just like grumpy mm-hmm. i feel like we're getting the taylor swift post taylor swift grumpy part of the hangover right now why it's just it, it's the attitude the attitude feels very aggressive right now why just because i told this. you about something that i was upset about that wasn't even attitude towards you so what attitude is i'm it not coming saying from? towards me does that mean i can't open up to you anymore you're having attitude, <laughs> attitude now. i am okay. I, I am i literally open up to you about something that ups, uh, that's upsetting me and now i have attitude hassan you're does she have attitude or does she not go ahead hassan go ahead go ahead tell her tell her hassan with what Fix your tone. Oh! But no, I didn't but with, say that now. But with no, what? But you, I understand you what you're saying. You are say. a more aggressive than you have been the rest of the week. You're aggressive right now. Tell me how, besides this little moment that we're having that's so aggressive. This is the moment that we're having. No, 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 no. So, so the moment that we're having is the attitude, but I, I literally you're, just am okay. spilling this to you well, right I now. I have to be careful about what I say right now because there's some things we're going to talk about, some things we're not going to talk about, but there is some aggression in the conversation that we're having. So first of all, the aggression, the aggression is coming from literally before we started the Uncensored podcast was me opening up about something that I am upset about and that's hurting my feelings. Yes. That's, that has nothing to do with Kramer or nothing about Hassan. So yeah, right. there was definite aggression in that and i'm not going to apologize for venting to my ask- friends okay. that's what i was about I'm to say i feel like asking you to apologize about but it. don't be like but that's I'm the thing saying, i can't vent and ha- then you'd be like jess has an attitude that i'm not going to tell you shit you do i'm just saying you haven't had this attitude all week and then all of a sudden because i've watched I know you. because it i was just, like because tired. i was venting to you about something that was okay. pissing me off okay it, jess has no attitude today oh it's fine guys okay. i just won't tell him <laughs> shit anymore <laughs> I thought you was fine until the second part where you stopped 
because I felt like the second part where you was going to go more into details, you stopped yourself because you knew once you went there, you was going to come back for the rest of the day. And sorry, I thought I was just explain. I was just opening right. up to you guys about shit. It's, I, You're good. I, I feel like the aggression was higher than, but I don't know the full story. And we're not even going to tell the full story. So it's even I'm hard not, to even like, get I'm into it. I'm not telling anyone the full story because apparently <laughs> no one can handle it. But yes, uh, I am experiencing a Taylor Swift hangover. And I, and I will go into detail of like the emotions that it takes you through because yeah. it's pretty fucked. So tell me. So, t- okay, so obviously the there literally is a, like, there are videos and a hashtag on TikTok of, like, post-Taylor depression. So it's, like, a real thing that Swifties are experiencing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after going to the show and, like, experiencing the best moments of your life, I also think because she takes you through eras, obviously, and, like, it makes you relive just it literally makes you go to that moment of what you were going through at that time <laughs> in your life. Yeah. And Taylor, I think a lot of people think Taylor is just listening to like blank space and like style. And we're like, yeah, we're all fucking excited. No, it's Taylor being at Swifty is also very depressing because she has a lot of depressing ass fucking music and it makes you go through <laughs> shit. So when she is singing this, these songs, when she's for real singing all too well, 10 minute version, you're in a dark fucking place and you're not prepared <laughs> for it. I wasn't, prepared to like be taken to certain times in my life because she helps you get through shit and so it's literally this like wave of just like high and so happy and I can't believe I I can't even there were so many things that my eyeballs saw that I'm still like digesting different parts of the concert that I'm like remembering (laughs) and then it also takes me back to like fucked up places in my life that I was like Uh, listening to shit you know what I mean it's fucking intense so where are you in the hangover process then like what's the, what's the what's the mood today? I won't comment on the mood. I'll let you comment on the yesterday mood. Yesterday I was I was literally like so sad yesterday, like listening to Sad Taylor on the way home, <laughs> and I have to and I have to keep myself from it. I yeah. need to like take a break from Sad Taylor because like I'm just so deep in it right now. <laughs> it's so it just doesn't sound healthy. I was telling Jess today too. Like uh, we were talking about how Taylor, oh, it's, it's, it's being a Swifty does not sound fun. It is. It fun. sounds exhausting. <laughs> it sounds you don't sound fun at all. <laughs> You sound miserable right now. No, you sound I like it. it's just like no, it's like traumatizing. You know, you. No, but it's so good because it's almost like a cleanse. Like it's like get this shit out of me. Like did I need to cry about it again? I guess so, and that's fine. Are you? Like, are, you are you a Taylor Swift fan? I'm a Swifty. Okay, so you are. I'm a, a baby Swifty. I'm not a just Swifty, like but I'm a baby Swifty because I went to the. I don't. I'm kind of glad now after she's describing it. I'm I know glad that I sounds terrible. Else. That sounds like you went through like some kind of traumatic therapy session or something. Like that's the same way I feel it's when good. I come it's out like of like childhood therapy session. Is like, like what, what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah you go to Tulum. Yeah, and I come out. I'm, like, I'm a fucking different human being. But I you feel see, like but you keep going to Tulum. Yeah, I feel like that's what you are right exactly. now. Exactly. Like, I this Taylor is my Tulum. Except she's uh, been my Tulum since 2009. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Do you do you agree with what Jess is saying when it comes? Because Jess has this and I. I don't, here's what I don't understand about I don't okay let's let me break down my feelings on Taylor Swift for a second I used to hate Taylor Swift and the, the main reason I hated Taylor Swift I mean I liked her music and then when I started working in country radio country radio was really weird about Taylor Swift this is before she went pop and every time that Taylor would do anything I would literally have a press release on my desk the next day about some good deed that she did and I felt really uncomfortable with that because it just felt like if you're going to do something, just do it. Like for what she did at the concert for the girl we had on the show, right? That was cool. I genuinely, there was no, it, it, I, don't, I don't think that was like premeditated. Everything that I felt like back in the day, it felt very premeditated. So I just felt like icky about it. I didn't like that I would like, literally her, her record label would like send us stuff being like, isn't Taylor Swift so great? And she's so great. And I just thought this feels uncomfortable. 
Um, then she went pop and I just felt like her music was just, there were some good songs, but some of them are like really silly. Like we talked about that. Like, like the bad blood song is dumb. Um, no, the, the, uh, spelling is fun. Da, da, da. Like, it's a dumb song. Uh, mm. if any other artist sing that song, you guys would also think it was dumb as shit. It just, we, you, you give Taylor a different kind of like, I think she does have some good songs, but I just think a lot of her pop songs are pretty cheesy. Um, but I don't, I, I think now I'm getting exhausted because of this wave of Taylor, uh, era's tour that we're going through right now where I'm like, how can y'all, this woman is with, with some artists, I get it. A lot of these artists, they have such a great story behind them. You know, they came up. They are, you know, uh, women of color or they're just struggling to get where they are or whatever. And I love those stories. Taylor just seems so produced to me from day one. I have a hard time understanding why it is that you can latch on to a girl that just seems like she's gone through the machine um, versus some other people that kind of came up grassroots and were just kind of like doing their thing. That's my two cents on Taylor. Okay, mm-hmm. wait, wait. What's an example? Okay, you just said a woman of color and things like that. I need yeah. an example of what um, you're, what you could back behind. I just, I just think Taylor is like, is she's like the epitome of like privileged white person. And what are you? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> no, but it's like but that's what I'm saying. But like I you're feel talking like, shit on her, but like you came from the same background. But, I, but I'm wondering why why you guys can latch on to her. Like with Rihanna, we celebrate she's a woman of color. Beyonce, we celebrate she's a woman of color. Okay, Taylor is like this. Just to me, like this, just this. The typical, typical American American white girl, girl dream. She's, yeah, she's, okay. she's the white girl. She's the American dream girl. Okay, me, I can right? kind of see that, but that's not the reason I latch on to Taylor Swift. Yeah, so what it's is not it? not me either. Like me, I've been a fan since I'm not gonna lie. I've been a fan since the beginning of her country days too. So yeah. not Tim McGraw, but teardrops on my guitar, yeah, yeah. picture to burn. I was there since then. Mm-hmm. But me, I felt like she was our generations which is not really to say much because she's not that much older than us anyway the other woman is carrie underwood Mm -hmm. because if you really look at it they're similar the only difference between taylor swift and carrie underwood is carrie underwood went through the juggernaut which is american idol Mm -hmm. right so that that's how she got her success i feel like them two are different and also taylor swift is closer to our age not to say that carrie underwood is so much older she's not but but she's like our age so like she's really closer to our age you feel like you you feel like taylor's like authentic like you see her story and you're like i i can relate to this no because i'm not a white woman yeah i can't i'm not gonna say i'm gonna relate to her i like her songs i like her i like the way she moved like the way that Take, for instance, just one aspect of Taylor Swift, her dating history. Mm. The fact that you calling her a slut for dating, not even sleeping with, but she's been associated with Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Lochner. That was kind of weird, by the way. But just in (laughs) general, the way she, right, the way she was dating all these guys, you called her a slut. But yet the same, put her as, put her with a penis. She's a hero. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer. Literally, John Mayer. A rock star. Derek Jeter. That's what I'm saying. The song The Man kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah. Certain songs of her make sense and it works for her because Yeah, I'm not it saying all of her songs. I think I mean I I, I enjoy some of her as songs f- for as sure. As far as far as for me, 
I'm not even going to tap into the white girl thing because that has never been a thing for me. Right. It's always been about music because I, I celebrate Beyonce, I celebrate Rihanna. I, I celebrate so many different types of artists, whoever they are, whatever their ethnicity is, however they identify. It's never been like, I'm not going to support her because she's white and I can't relate to being a white girl. I've, ne- I've never done that and I'm never going to do that. As far as Taylor and That's my... That's not what I was saying, my, by the way. But, it's, it, com- but it comes off like how you were like, it, it came off that way. But as far as like with Taylor... I got into Taylor during Fearless and she's three older she's three years older than I am and as far as like as the music goes and I'm not even like a country fan but just like her her songwriting ability and it's not even a matter of like how she grew up where she came from how much money she had like the journey that she's or the ability ability that she had to be able to like say how I was feeling of like feeling lost and like honestly being as emotional and sensitive as I was and it felt like so explosive sometimes that there wasn't anyone in my life that I could really verbally like express that to yeah like even even like oh I mean crazy but like even like my parents, like my parents are so different now. Even my relationship with my mom is so different now. But like growing up, she was very cold. And right. like anytime I would be like emotional or like crying or anything like that, it was very like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Or like, get over yourself or like, go to your room. And with Taylor, she's just as like emotionally intense that way. And so to like listen to music and like escape with someone that I felt like I that felt like, wow, like this is how I feel. Because I couldn't talk to like my friends that Mm -hmm. way just because they weren't having those kind of feelings or like having those kinds of conversations. And so to be able to like to connect to an artist and that music and that sense so early in my life. And because we're in the same age, like you mentioned to mm-hmm. like she's going through those same things, those breakups, finding yourself, like all this kind of shit. And so that's, that's where the connection goes into. And there's so many different times and like so many different like albums where you connect to her in different ways. And I think the, the like icon of Taylor, it is really the Swifties. It's the fan base. It because it's because like we've been with her from the very beginning, and that's what it is. That's where it comes so from. So you feel like you guys were going through the same phases of life as she was. Totally. And that's why it's easier. Because I can't think of one artist that I feel like that connected to. In that sense, I don't yeah. feel like I was like I don't know if, if my generation had and YouTube. By the way, hi, how are we doing? How we doing? How we feeling? Do we have like a? I just don't. I don't feel like I there was like somebody singing to it. Where I do feel like Taylor did tap into like that teenage crowd really well. Like we had like NSYNC, but NSYNC didn't feel. It wasn't like emotional, you know what I mean? There was it didn't seem real. They were pop stars and they sang pop songs and like that was it. And Backstreet yeah. Boys, but none of it felt like there was like this one artist that was like tapped into the exact phase of life. But I also use music as a coping mechanism. And I think that's why I attach not just to Taylor, but like artists and music in general. And like going to shows is so important to me because it is like a, it's a therapeutic experience for me because I like any time that I've been in a really dark place or like whatever I'm going through, I have always turned to that. And I think that's why I am such a stand for like so many different types of artists that it's not just like, oh, I like their song on the radio. It's like, this is what got me through this point in my life because I attach to, to that kind of shit so intensely. And I've always been that way. Can we just admit, even as a fan, that the spelling is fun song is stupid? Can me we, is can not. We just, can <laughs> we just? It's funny how he's saying like, that Bad Blood and Me, two of her number one hits, <laughs> that, is most that annoying blood to him. is audibly that, just annoying. No, like, it's not. Yeah, we got bad blood. I just, well, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't hit, it never has. And it, and I get, there's some Taylor songs I do like. I what got about the, the remix? Stuff I like. 
Uh, I don't with know Kendrick I've, Lamar. I don't know that I've heard it before. You never heard the remix? I don't no, know that I have. You, you definitely heard the remix. You so had like to. That, that was, was the reason why I in it, number one. But the one that we play all the time still, I'm just like, nah, I get it. it just audibly doesn't sound good to me. And then this spelling is fun. But there's, I mean, I, again, I think she's a, a talented pop star. I just don't connect to her. So when you guys do at that level and the fandom for Taylor is so wild, it's like, so I don't think I've seen another artist like, it. is there another artist like it? Beyonce's maybe Beyonce and Rihanna. Maybe. Yeah. Beyonce, but, Rihanna, we just and Justin Bieber. Garage and I were talking about that too. I mean, I like she, it's not like she is Michael Jackson, but Mm-mm. like that fandom of like the following and like the craziness in the crowd of like people like, f- like coming apart. It's well, like I'd that say, intensity. I would yeah. say Swifties are more are are bigger than like a Michael Jackson fan. No, because I don't feel like Michael Jackson really saying no, no, about no, 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 like no, no, no. things that were happening in his life. So I don't know if there was that same emotional connection that no. you have with Taylor. No. Who's I think like globally, so vulnerable. I think globally, Michael will always be bigger. Like than that any way. other artist. I'm telling you. I'm not saying bigger, planet. but I'm saying the fandom. The no. fandom was so people, crazy people for Taylor. People were passing out and being like rolled out on, on gurneys at Michael Jackson I'm concerts. sure they were on Friday too. I wonder how many people <laughs> passed out at a Taylor Swift concert. I need stats on that. No one's passing out because they paid too much to get in. <laughs> That's Wake up, facts. <laughs> Wake up. We got to watch it. Teardrops my guitar. It's coming. Uh, hi, YouTube. Sorry, we got way distracted over here. Um, we uh, also do the show on YouTube, in case you don't know, and you guys can always comment. And we're just checking in uh, this morning with Celia's here and Isabel and Erica and Adventure JoJo is here. Celia's saying, uh, that's me with Beyonce, every album that I was going through something and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's, I guess that's what kind of these connections show, right? Uh, Erica said, it's more of the experience that I relate to. Her songs literally speak to my soul. Yeah. I guess I got to listen to other songs other than like the, the, pop, the radio like the ones. Ra- I don't- and that's what sucks when you make opinions on artists and you're talking shit. You're only listening to what we're playing and that is not something you need to base a career on. Off of it's really fucked up. I, <laughs> it's really fucked up, but I I don't think that I have. I mean, this is what most of the world hears. Most of the worlds don't deep dive people's albums. But that's why it's frustrating when like most of the world, aka people that are like you, are like shitting on Swifties because we're like, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so don't tell me something sucks if like I'm minding my own business and I being never happy said over there in it my corner. Sucked, but I think that probably he literally. Ju- what did he just? You just say, said Hassan? bad blood. And bad me blood sucks. is not a good song. Me, me does like bad blood's kind of annoying. That's all I said. Again, so you just going off those two songs? I feel like we're going off the rails. <laughs> Are we going off the rails? Maybe no. a little bit. <laughs> Can we pull it back together? Maybe a little bit. Okay. Um, anyway, that's our discussion on Taylor Swift and then uh, Justice concert. Do you want to talk about your birthday? Or are we going to move on? The it's birthday. The birthday. The birthday is just like I'm turning 30 on Monday. I'm so excited to be 30. I've been wanting to be 30 since I was like eight. Ever since 13 going on 30 came out, <laughs> and I think like literally. <laughs> And I think the only thing that I am struggling with right now is not celebrating 30 like I always thought I was going to celebrate 30. And that's just with my family and friends and like with my parents and my sister and like all my family at home. So I think that's that's the biggest as far as like thing in my life right now. And there's just a lot of things packing on to that because there's a in addition to like not being able to go home for the 30th. Well, talk about what you're doing first. For those who don't know, like what is what is your actual plan for your 30th? So next weekend, is it next weekend? Yeah. Next weekend, I'm going to New York and I'm so fucking excited to go to New York. I also think it's like a 13 going on 30 moment as well. I'm like literally (laughs) recreating the movie and I'm like, I can't even fucking believe it. I'm really excited to go to New York. But the only the thing about that is we have some friends coming from California 
but our we have like a big group of friends but the friends that are coming are definitely like closer to garage boy yeah you know and so i think which which honestly i think at any other time like i it's it's not that I like care in a bad way. I think it just is. It's making me a little more emotional because it's kind of reminding me more about how I miss my parents and like my really close friends and my family mm-hmm. who I'm not going to be with. I think that's why there's like a level of sadness there. And this week we just made the decision that we're not going home for Thanksgiving or Christmas. We're just going to go home in October for my sister's birthday. So I think there's just like a lot of really annoying adult things, financial adult things that we had to make all at the same time. So like the last couple of days, it just felt very heavy in that sense. Well, like perfect world, what would 30 look like for your 30th birthday? Perfect world would be honestly just like doing a crazy big ass thing in my parents' backyard. With all my family and friends. Like a cookout. Yeah. I mean, would it, would it, I mean, this is like way beyond the point now. And also going to Harry Potter in uh, England. (laughs) Okay. All of one same time. That's more important than a cookout. I'm I'm just, I'm just saying. No, but seriously, like, like you're, what would, what would have been ideal then? Because I mean, New York, you're obviously excited about it, but like, it just seems like there's a thing where you wish you were doing something else. Honestly, I I love New York. I just wish that my people were with me. That's all. Like, like if my parents were there and like my sister and all that kind of stuff, I think I say home just because like more people. People are able to be there. Like, would I love for everyone, like all of my people that are closest to me, to be able to go to New York? Of course, I think that would be like the ultimate dream. But I right. think I, my, the reason why I'm being pulled at home because all my family and my friends are there, and like my oppo is there, and like I, I wanted to, I wish I could be celebrating that. With was them. it was it cheaper to? Go to New York than it would have been to get two plane tickets and go back to California. Oh yeah, because like we're just fucking getting on the the bus the bus ride to New York is. But like hotels, hotels and everything. Yeah, because we're we're there's five of us going and uh, all five of us are like splitting a room. I find New York hotels to be so expensive. New York and LA just seem like how much your hotel like per night? Do you know? I I forget. I forget. Like like two but, but, three. But. I just know we're going but if you for split it with so many yeah people. we're staying for three days and like for the for all nights with all of us we're only paying like two hundred bucks oh so then yeah so it's like split you know what I'm it saying it makes sense yeah. yeah where it would it cost you two two grand to fly home yeah, yeah that makes sense well I think you're gonna find like the the beauty in it you know what I mean totally I was totally. telling Jess this is honestly why I don't celebrate my birthdays I just don't because I always feel like the expectation. It will never meet my the expectation of what for some reason because I don't even think it's like it's like obtainable. I don't think there is like a ceiling when it comes to like how I want to be celebrated on my birthday. So no matter what is done, I think literally the whole world, and I don't even know where this comes from, probably some probably some weird childhood stuff. But I think <laughs> the whole world could literally all at noon on June the third walk outside their house and like clap for me, and I'd still be like, What about the aliens? You're <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm. like why why not? Why that? Why? And I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I think I have birthday trauma where it comes from. It was, and I've told this story before. I had a Super Mario birthday when I was like seven or eight, and I was like so excited about this party. And I had like put on like I was gonna put on like a show, like a play. I was gonna dress up as Mario, put on this little show for them. I was so excited, and I walk outside, and none of the kids gave a shit. No. And I swear, I swear to you, oh ever God. since then, I'm like, nobody cares about my birthday. So oh what's even the point? God. I don't think one time. I mean, I typically cry on my birthday mm-hmm. and I don't even I don't know why I cry on my birthday. Birthdays are, are kind of kind of hard for me. So and, and that plus I've always felt like my ex-wife didn't put a ton of effort in my birthday. Yeah. So I just kind of gave up. 
and it was fine. Like if I, if I kind of lower my expectations, which is maybe what you have to do as an adult, right? And YouTube chime in on this because you may have felt the same way as you started to get older. Because I think as a kid, your birthday is like you. Like yeah. that is the fucking day. Like nothing else in the world matters. Like that was like you woke up that day, you were king of the world for, for 24 whole hours. Like it was your day. As you get older, yeah, you got so much more shit going on. People can't just drop, you know what I mean? Like everything to come to your party and focus on you. Your parents aren't there to like baby you and like do all this stuff for you. So I I think that we have to start lowering our expectations of birthdays because they're never going to really match the feeling that we had mm-hmm. when we were a kid. So Does I that th- make sense? No, abs- no I, I hear you. Absolutely. I just think that what I'm struggling with isn't necessarily that. I honestly just miss my family, my friends right now. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's not so much of like, I I think it's not like, because it's like having a 30th birthday in your backyard. It's not, it's not like fucking crazy. You know what right, I mean? But it's right. just not with them. Right. So I think I'm more, I'm more struggling with, it's like the combination of like the wedding year thing, right? Of just like having to like, can't do it all, can't do it all, which is fine. But I think that's, that's mainly where it's coming from. Like, I know I'm going to have an amazing time in New York, but I think I'm just struggling with the fact of like, I'm not going to be at home with my family and friends until October. Mm-hmm. So I think like, that's what it is. I just like, I just miss them right now. That's all. Wedding year is hard, dude. It's so hard. Like, it's just, you have to sacrifice so many things. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you're broke too. So I'm just going to warn you right now, like oh, that, yeah. that year after marriage too, like I'm you're chilling. like, oh, we have zero dollars in our bank account. So like, there's literally nothing that we can do too. It all is fun. Like you're, you're going to enjoy your wedding. No, I know. It's, and it's that's, tough. that's what I'm looking forward to. And I know that, like, I know, and that's, and I know it'll all be worth it because everyone that like we need to be surrounded by and that we're just like yearning to be surrounded by. I know that we're going to have that day. Right. It's just like focusing on that, you know? Yeah, I get it. Uh, Okay. Let me run this idea by you. We'll take a quick break right here and come back at this idea I have. I'm thinking, go with me here. I'm thinking about dropping the name Kramer. Mm. And I want to know how we all feel about this after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And honestly, it's like it's like something I've thought about for a while um, because I do not feel emotionally connected with that name anymore. I never really did. Right. So I never really felt in case you don't know the story. My, my real name is Stephen Yancey. Right. And I when I first started in radio. I was just so excited to be on the radio. Like you couldn't, there's nothing that would have stopped me from being on the radio. They could have said your name is Poo Poo Pachoo and I would have been so excited. I've been on the, on the air just like, <laughs> yes, like that would have been it. I wouldn't have cared. So my very first program director, he was like, listen, I um, go, go come up with, with a bunch of names and let me know what you want to do. And I came back with a bunch of names. The, the, the name that I came up with originally was Steve Austin. 
And I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds good. I love that. That sounds really good. He was like, that is a very famous pro wrestler. And I was like, I don't watch wrestling. I didn't realize that. He's like, so you are going to be Kramer. And I was like, why? He's like, because the show is, I was on Kiss FM in Savannah. And it was like, the show is called the night, it's called Nighttime Kiss. And it's just a great alliteration. Nighttime Kiss with Kramer. And I was like, all right, we'll do it. I'm going to, obviously I'm going to change this name because I don't like it that much. We're going to change it. So, uh, I just didn't, I didn't for a long time. I went by Kramer because I just did, uh, because actually my boss from Savannah was the one that hired me in Panama city. So I kept Kramer there. Didn't really love it. Moved to Tampa. Didn't really love it. Uh, when I moved to do, go to country in Phoenix, I went by Steve. It was Steve and Nina was the name of the show. I, I, I was still Steve Kramer, but it was just Steve and Nina and it felt uh, kind of more authentic, I guess. Like, I, I'm just envious of you guys. Like, Jess Dutra just gets to be Jess Dutra. That's really nice. Hassan's just Hassan. Like, you guys don't have these crazy, wacky, fucking made-up radio names that for some reason we all had to have back in the day. Yeah, I think it's, like, the generation. I even think it's, like, that's also the same situation with, like, musical artists. I think a lot of people are just kind of going as their actual name, yeah. which is, like, a thing. As far as changing it, though, uh, I mean... I don't know. So, I think it's like you're just like you're 20 years in the game and then I just feel like everyone knows you as that. It's almost like he was talking shit on the weekend for the week for him <laughs> dropping yeah. it to Abel. So yeah. you'd basically be doing the thing that well, you were talking that's shit actually, on. Actually, it was one of the reasons why I thought about it this last week too was mm-hmm. because so I went in Phoenix. I, I just went by Steve. And the problem is, is that absolutely no one knew who the fuck that was anymore. Yeah. People are like, wait, weren't you, didn't you used to be Kramer? And I'm like, yeah. And like, so it was really, it was like a weird rebrand that just didn't really take. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, that didn't work. I'm going to go back to being Kramer once I go, once I move to San Diego. I'm like, I'm just going to be Kramer again because I just feel like. Because it's different. It's different. That's the thing. It's like, if, if people say Steve, exactly. like, who is Steve? Yeah. If people say Kramer, like you don't know a lot of Kramers. Like most likely the name's going to stick a lot easier than the name name steve right yeah so like for example i love greg and gina right yeah. but like if i say greg but i think you're like greg who if i say gina you're like gina who if i say no but because they started like that already like it it is that's what it is i don't even well like at least to me as like a listener or like when it's like just greg and gina yeah because right. they've always been that way it it's hard it's hard to like change that perception because it's like Kramer is, and I understand that like you just want to be able just to like be you, which you are, but you definitely feed into the persona of Kramer. Yeah. Well, I think um, ever since I started, I think with, with with Certified Mama's Boy, I just feel so much more comfortable being Steven Yancey now because before it was all just like this, like, okay it's these bits and this is this Kramer character and like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm playing. And can you just be yourself and it still be Kramer? It can be. I mean, it's not that it's not a possibility, but I guess I've, I've kind of just been sitting on it for a while now. Cause obviously we started this show and a lot of people obviously came with us from the last show. And so it's for obviously for ease of just wait, who it's like, okay, this is who we are and that. Um, but so like, yeah, like the weekend. So the weekend actually had me kind of brought it back up again this week because he dropped the weekend. He's mm-hmm. no longer the weekend. He's able, I forget his last name. Uh and Tessafe, Tessafe, I forget. And but he goes, he will he'll he'll just go by Abel anyways. Oh thank God. Yeah. And so that's like to me, I if you just came up to me and you were like, Oh, this new Abel song, I would have no idea who you were talking about. Even though the weekend has had what a decade of, of massive hits. 
If yeah. you said if you said Abel, I would have no idea who that man was until you're like, oh, he used to be the weekend. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot this weekend's name. But I'm work I work in music, right? So I even would know I could put those two together. I don't think the common person is going to have any idea. And you two, tell me if this is true or not. Do you feel like that you know? Did you know that the weekend's name was Abel? Like, did you know that? So like, if I just came on the radio and said, we get this new song by Abel. Are you going to be like, wait, what? Like, who is that? Um, and so, but I'm like, damn, if that man can have a friggin' massive career and like almost, I don't want to say the top of his game, but at the very height of his game can go change his name. Cause it feels more authentic to him. He doesn't feel like he's the weekend anymore. Why couldn't I just change my name and it not be a huge deal? You know, does that make sense? Because before, like before when I changed it, my biggest issue was more inside radio where I was like, oh my God, nobody knows who I am inside radio anymore. And that like hurt my little poor little precious ego. But wait a minute, I'm the guy that went from this and this and this. Don't you know who I am? But I don't really give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Like I just like if, if other radio people don't like me anymore, I don't really, it doesn't like. Well, how does, how does YouTube <laughs> feel about that? Like, do you care if Kramer changed his name or is it just, it was, is it just like whatever? I think it's main. That's who you should be asking. I mean, would it, would it, would it even like, would it change your opinion at all? Would it be weird? Cause I know if you come from mama's boy, it's not even like a big deal. Right. But not everyone does. And we have this whole radio show and I'm like, I don't, I just don't know if it's too late at this point. Where people are wait, who who's Steve? You know what I mean? They're like, wait, but what happened to Kramer? Is he's and there's been enough change on this radio station where the last thing I think that we need is like a Yeah, I I honestly think that's the only thing. It's not even it doesn't even come down to like, you know, not I, I think that's what it is because people are like listening and they're like, wait, did they change the show? Right. I think that's that's honestly so, what it would come down to. Am, so do you feel like I am forever then? I'm just is as long as I keep doing this job, I just gotta be Kramer? I don't know. I don't know if like if it's like somewhere new you're able to change that. I mean, I think it's I I honestly don't know. I honestly I don't know how like listen if listeners are like I I feel like they wouldn't care. I don't think it's like a big deal for you wanting to change your name. It's a matter of like them just in the car and like hearing a different name and thinking like, "Oh fuck, did they get a new show?" I right. think that's what it could, like that's really the only hiccup would be. Right. And you how would, would you just, feel you would about just would you care like setting up cuz you every, well, we every s- setup you'd be like it's Steve, but I am Kramer. <laughs> and so it'd be like formerly so, known so, as Kramer. So it's like you <laughs> would be saying that every day in like every break and so it's almost just like, "Okay, like you know what yeah, I mean?" Yeah, I don't know. That's cuz that's what would have to happen. It just it just does suck because I still feel like I don't I don't feel like i'm kramer anymore like but just, why can't you just make kramer how you feel because you're in control of that i don't because it just doesn't feel like the same person anymore and it's hard to explain that i guess because you don't use a, like a pseudonym you know but it to me kramer was like this other person and i feel like i'm moving further away from that not that kramer can't evolve but i feel yeah. like kramer also kind of has like I think it's the way you look at it because I feel like I, this is how I look at myself radio aside. You look at, you are different versions of yourself at every single point in your life. Sure. So when I think about the version of Jessica at 18 and the version of Jessica at 22, am I her anymore? Yeah. No, but 
is she a part of who I am now? Yeah. And so I think if you change your person, because it's the same thing, and no matter what name you have, you're a different version of yourself at every point in life. So yeah. I think it's how you look at it, if you end up sticking with the name or not. And I think like you are attaching whatever that life was, whoever you were at that moment to this name, you're, you're like giving it all this power when really the power is yours. It's just, it just is starting to feel inauthentic to me to go by a name. Not that it really, I don't think anyone thinks twice about it. It's just no. the name that I'm giving. Like it's a nickname, right? You can think yeah. of it as right. a nickname. Totally. But to me, it's, I just know that it's so formulated you know what i mean like we really think the origins of the name where it's just kind of like that is not my name <laughs> this is not who and before i just wanted to be on the radio that's all that mattered so um uh what are you guys saying over here change it if you truly want to thank you erica start going by steve kramer and then a little bit so you're saying like ease out Celia mm-hmm. said just basically ease out of it i'm steve kramer and this i mean I, I do i mean i do say that you know um and then steve ftk the kramer what's ftk yeah, what is FTK? What is FTK? Is that, is that something bad? Somebody Google that before. Make sure it's not. <laughs> this is not why I'm getting canceled over FTK. Uh, okay, that's all we get for you today. <laughs> Woo! We're done. Happy birthday to Jess. Yahoo! 30 years old, the big three zero. Yay. Party. Uh, you'll be posting about your New York journey, I'm supposing. Oh, yeah, that's that's next weekend, guys. So we still got some time. And where do we find uh, your social media? Just do it. J E S D U I double T. And my wedding subscription. I'm going to post some more uh, engagement previews this week. This is Hassan, our producer. Where do we find you, sir? You can find me at StanWilly2 on all social media platforms. And I am Steven Yancey. There you go. Do it like that. Do it like that. Start off slow. I am Steven Yancey. That doesn't even sound fun. Steven Yancey and Jess. (laughs) Like what? Sounds like your accountant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm uh, that guy Kramer on Instagram. And my podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. We'll see you guys most likely next week. If you don't see us next week, it's because we're doing a shit ton of stuff trying to get ready for uh, just heads up. So, we're alive Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. And then Jess is going to be gone. So we're going to be like kind of playing catch up. And then we're going to be gone the whole next week. And then most likely we'll be back the following week. So just, it might get a little crazy the next couple of weeks. Anyway, thank you for listening and we'll do it again very soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.